Welcome to the Mind Over Matter podcast with Heather Hakes, where mindset is everything. Thank you for joining me and tuning into this podcast. If you haven't yet, be sure to subscribe and share this episode with your friends. This podcast is here to open your awareness. I want to provide you with tactical teachings on how to master your mindset, create your ideal reality, overcome obstacles, and leverage adversity. And most importantly, it's to help you realize that you are in total control of your reality. My hope? To inspire and motivate you to keep going. And no matter what, it's all about mind over matter. Be sure to check out my website, heatherhakes.com, where I offer you a free video training on how to get unstuck and create lasting change. Again, that's heatherhakes.com and opt into my free video training. Without further ado, let's dive into today's episode. Welcome to episode number 285. Today's interview is all about never settling and how to pivot for greatness. Welcome to today's interview. I brought on my friend, Mandy Johnson. Mandy, welcome. Hi, how are you? Give the listeners a little background. Where do you live and what do you do? All right, so well, I knew I lived in Florida, so I'm new to the area. I just moved down from D.C. right as COVID hit. So I am in Atlantic Beach, Florida, uh, and I'm a social media manager. So I moved down here, and I kind of started my own business, and here I am, and I just moved into my first place down here, uh, and I'm right next to the water, and I'm just super excited to be down here. And living your best life. A little behind the scenes, Mandy and I have actually known each other for a couple of years. We're part of a weekly mastermind where we jump on a call and hold each other accountable. And, you know, I think that's something we definitely preach is your vibe attracts your tribe, but having that accountability to get you through the self-doubt or, you know, not knowing if you feel stuck. And, and so that's how we've gotten to know each other. Yeah, we know each other pretty well now. Yeah. So I, I want to give a little, if you could take me back to, you used to work in corporate. So I, I want to share a little of your backstory. You used to work in corporate and you left that to, to kind of do a, a bit of a startup. And then now you're on your own, which is something a lot of people want, but it just seems so far fetched. And now that you've been through it, can you shed some light? What is that like? I. Uh... It's been a journey and it's, it's fun because you've been with me through all of it. So uh, you might even be talk better about it than I have, but uh, I don't know. It's just, it's been a process. Um, it's been a long, I think it's all of this started probably like three years ago, probably almost three years ago. All, all this started from me, you know, making the decisions of, you know, really trying to chase what I want and really start to do the work for it. So yeah, I, I should probably get the exact date that I quit my <laughs> corporate job, but I think it was March, 2018, well, whatever. That's neither here nor there, but um, I don't know. It's just been, it's been a journey. It's been a ride, like lots of highs, lots of lows. Um, and I don't, I, I don't really know how else to describe it besides Besides that, being this roller coaster um, that's brought me to a really great place right now. So, but can you remember back when you were in the trenches, when maybe you didn't know the how or the next step, and how easy it is to get bogged down by that, versus 
having this internal nudge or feeling knowing you're supposed to be doing something else or that lights you up. And so how do you outweigh feeling bogged down versus the I can do it attitude? So I, I specifically remember like it was, I, well, I had like a pretty rough breakup for me, like my most serious relationship ended and I, what I felt like I was at the lowest low I've been, uh, I don't even in a really long time. Like I really hadn't had those feelings before. I was living at home with my parents at the age of like 31. And um, I would say I was definitely bogged down. I didn't know what I wanted to do with life. I was working in corporate. That's, I knew in my heart that was not what I wanted to do. It was a great job. Like I loved the work, like I love the people, but I just knew there was more for me. And I think having that life change happen to me nudged me into this like there you're like in this road right now you can keep going and doing what you're exactly doing still work the same job you know go on date someone else that is probably the exact same um or pivot and like sit down and like really work on yourself to figure out like why you're why you're where you're at and like what do you want out of this life that you have and um it was since that moment and I specifically remember I my room back at home is like this bright orange room, but I just remember like specifically sitting in my bright orange room and like I had the like five minute journal next to me. I had like hot, like all these like self-help books I was Amazoning to the house. And it just, I started to really take the time to work on myself. Like I didn't want to find external things to make me feel better. I knew it had to come from, from me. Um, and through that, I, I started to gain that confidence in myself. And I think it's through that work and finding, you know, one of the things I always preach to people is like, take the time to work on yourself. And that's like books and podcasts and like these mastermind class. Like I wouldn't have found, you know, the, the group that we did that, you know, connected you and I together. And I'm so grateful for that because look at us, you know, years down the line, we're still, you know, being able to help each other. And, um, I don't, I just feel like if you're in the trenches and like trying to just, it's, it, this is like the cheesiest, but it's like one thing at a time, just like, I just get grateful, like do some gratefulness practices, like once a day, um, you know, it's just these little things that like build your confidence in yourself. And then you start to really like build this core that I now have, like, I, I just have this really good foundation now. Okay, so hold on. You touch on, and I, I took a lot of notes. No, but you touch on some really good things. And so that's what I want to help, you know, pave the path for somebody who's sitting there in all the unknowns, not knowing what to do. But the first word you shared that I loved is that you pivoted. So you got to the point, it was like a fork in the road. I can continue down what I'm doing and going to get the exact same results. Or, which means I have a choice, I can take a step back, maybe do internal work, figure out why and realize, oh, it's on me. It has nothing to do with my boss, my job, significant other, the city I live in, the house. I just, I think that is so, so much self-awareness and that's, you know, that takes work. It really does. And I think that's like, we, I feel like this has been something that's just shown up a lot lately when talking to other people is like, it takes work. 
Like this, it's not like an overnight thing. And for even, you know, people are like, oh, I'm so excited you moved to the beach. Like, that's great. You've always wanted to. I'm like, yeah, but this took like work. This took work, like years of work for me to get to this point. So yeah, it's, um, it really is just deciding that you have to, like that choice has to be made. Like I'm going to change things and then like committing, like not turning back. Like there's just, as soon as you start down that path, it's like, don't turn back. Like don't turn back around. Like you're not going that way. Like that whole quote, but, um, but yeah. And that's something we talk about often is if you have a plan B, if you have a fail safe plan, if you're never going to fully commit, you're never going to go on. There is no plan B. So when you decide, when you pivot, when it's like, I'm going to make change or I'm going to leave corporate and figure this out, the plan B isn't, well, I, I could just go back and get another job because you're never going to commit. You're never going to become that next version of you or live the life you desire. So what, how could you, what do you want to share about, you know, burning the boats, taking plan B off the table? Well, I will say I'm, I've been very lucky. Um, you know, I have a great like support system with family friends. So I feel like that's always, it always helps when you have that because I feel like it like allows you to take, you know, these risks. Um, but ultimately the risks, like you have to be okay with, failing and knowing that it might not work out but I we talked about this like what's the worst case scenario like whenever you're trying to kind of weigh pros and cons of a decision we I always loved this was what is the worst case scenario and then work backwards like if the worst case scenario is that you fail and you know you do have to go back into something that's an option but not for you in this moment like I completely agree like no plan b's because this is like you're going all in Uh, It just takes me back to, okay, so I want to give an example. 2020 is a year nobody planned for, but it's about understanding. And a lot of times it's in hindsight, but I want to help people to understand in the moment that life is always happening for you. So you left your home and, and moved to Florida when all this, but you had already had it all planned before the shutdowns and and everything. And so obviously you were thrown off track and it's not, it wasn't the plan, but how were you able to pivot and keep going? And, you know, you had to live with your brother longer than you had planned, but you kept going. And and that's what I want to hear. So walk us back just a few months ago through all of it. Um, yeah. So I think we'll talk about like the, the big risk, sorry, that we were just talking about is like every, every kind of move I've made, like in this little chess game has been kind of a risky move. Um, so leaving corporate was a risk. I was making a great salary. Um, and I just, you know, felt the nudge that like, there's something more for me and an opportunity arose. And I took the risk of taking on a new job. Um, and then, you know, I got the nudge again that was like, you're not meant to be in this area. It was like, okay, you've always wanted to live at the beach. Like your next big risk is to take this move. And so I quit that job and decided like, you know, again, talking about being lucky, I was able to move in with my brother, but yeah, that was all decided before COVID and then COVID hit like to a T, like the day I moved down to Florida, everything shut down. Um, so it definitely was not what I was expecting. I was expecting to come down here and, um, 
you know, start, start up a, even like a coaching business. Like that was originally my plan was to do coaching. Um, and so I was like all in, like, I'm going to move to Florida. I'm going to start this, like, give me a couple months and I'm going to like kill it in this coaching game. Um, and then I moved down here and it just, I think with everyone, like you, your whole world kind of flipped upside down. Like you can't go outside. Like you can't meet people. Like I wasn't able to like even make friends outside of, I was so lucky to have my family. Um, so it was, it was a challenge, but then, and you guys were great. Like our, our other coach Brett, like through all of it, like saw kind of the lows I was in when I first started, but I had such a foundation of like the, the core things that we always talk to each other about. I now have like intrinsically in me for life, which is amazing um, that when I know that I'm like doubting myself or I'm scared or I just, I'm just overwhelmed. I know the things, the core things that make me feel better. And then in that way, get, build my confidence back up to like, you know, okay, these are the things that make you feel better. You know, do a gratefulness practice, like exercise, make sure you're journaling, you know, talk to your coaches about like what's going on or talk to friends, family, you know, candidly. And um, it, I was able to just kind of follow these like crumbs, I was called, like that the universe was giving me. Like I, I was leaving a job where I was doing social media and I, I loved, I loved creating. I love, you know, social media for positivity, being able to, you know, lift people up on it and like, I love that aspect of social media. And so I took that nugget and people knew that was kind of my background coming down here. And so I just follow these crumbs. People were asking for help, you know, even if it was free to start, it got my name out there in this community. And then um, I took, a, you know, another risk and reached out to companies and, you know, was starting to get hired by people um, to do their, their management. And then it just kind of has grown into my own, my own company now. So it's just, it, it, I moved down here with a completely different plan and it's just amazing how like doors just opened and we can talk about that. Like that also the, the change from the coaching to where, <laughs> where I'm at now, which was kind of a big, big deal for me too. But that's what I love. You had a plan, what you thought you were going to do. And I think what happens to most people is they get so stuck on this plan that they had laid out. And like you said, you kept having these nudges and taking so-called risks and being backed by them. So I just believe so much in following those nudges because now it's led you down this different path, which lights you up and you get to do what you love doing. And I would even love for you to share how quickly when you make a decision, when you know what you want, for example, like the place you're living in now, which is new to you, but you made a decision. You wanted to live at the beach and yeah, it was scary because now you're going to have to commit to rent when, when, um, you know, clients are coming and going and you don't have a quote stable paycheck. That's scary. It's so scary. <laughs> but you did it. And then how quickly this cute little place just showed up and it was like, things happen effortlessly. I know. I mean, you and I are very much into the manifestation, believing things. And that, that is something that is also has gotten me through so much. Like, I think even before, like, even just leaving the corporate job, just like the actual belief in believing in yourself that like, I'm going to make this shit happen. 
Like this is this is going down. Like, and I don't care how it's happening, but it's going to. And like feeling it in your bones. And you and I've talked about like certain moments, and I can try to think of a couple. But this place was one of them where, well, I mean, there's not much to it because I just moved in. But um, yeah, I just I, I had gone up to visit family um, this past summer, and I came back down, and I just I felt like it was time. Like I felt. I was comfortable in the business and then I, you know, it happened in like two days. I started looking in this place and I walked in and I think it's just one of those like trust that your gut moments of like this, you know, you just feel like an energy that's like, oh, this is so great. I just logged in and the energy was amazing. It's like right near the water, which was like a dream for me, like to be able just to walk down to the water every morning. Um, yeah, I just... I feel like whenever I make the decision that of something that I truly want and it's not like a, I don't know, you know, we're not like, like, I don't want to be like a brat. Like I want it now kind of mentality, but it's like this, I want this and it's going to come to me in some form. And I just have to kind of wait for whatever that is, but trust my gut when something is happening and it's happening for me. And my, this, like the whole day of this, me finding this place was kind of a, a fun little, like I saw it in the morning. I, they opened it up. I was the first person to see it. And this was the first house I saw. It was just kind of a crazy little day. But I just, I love that though, because, and what you shared is, yeah, when you decide and you know what you want, that's what is so, and a lot of people don't have clarity. They don't even know what they want, what they want in a partner, how much money, you know, people might say, I want more money. Well, how much more money? But yeah. you're right. The how, how it shows up or unfolds is, is not your job. And what I love to share and say is I like to know what I want. For example, right now, I really, really want a spin bike. I'm, and I have like a road tri bike and an indoor trainer. That's not what I want. I want a spin bike. And they're, you know, they're not cheap. And so I'm like, you know what? I know I want a spin bike. And now I figured out the exact model I want. So not any spin bike. I know the model. And now I'm sitting in excited anticipation, even kind of like seeing myself ride it. And just like, I'm so excited how it's going to show up. I know. It's it's so, and I and I just love that aspect. But we, we've talked about it before. It's like, knowing what you want, but like being specific. Cause that's, that's the exact same. Whenever we've talked about it, like, oh, you want to make more money. Well, like that could be $10. Like sure. The universe can show up with 10 more dollars for you. If you believe that that's, but like, if you're so specific, it, it's crazy how those things start to happen. But that's, it's like own kind of probably deep dive into that work, which you're, you know, a lot more on that front than I do, but, um, when that stuff happens, it's just the coolest to talk about like to your friends that like get it of like, you, it's just this energy that happens and it's so cool. Okay. So something that you touched on that I, I'd like you to share about is this whole, you had an idea, a very rigid idea of you wanted to get into coaching and this is what it was going to look like. But I guess we could see from the outside, it kind of just felt like a push or forcing something to happen. And that's when you decided it didn't feel right at the time and you shifted into what you're doing. But can you share, what was that like? Because it's something you wanted, but it, what, it, didn't, it wasn't happening. Yeah, that was, and that was hard because I, I mean, I, I love coaching. It's done so much for me. I, 
I think like everyone, but we always talk about everyone has a coach, no matter where you are in life, no matter how successful you are, everyone has a coach to talk to. And so I, I just love it. I love the process. And so that was something that I was really interested in. Um, and especially since I had gone through, you know, a breakup, I was like, I would love to talk to other people that are, you know, going through the same thing. And like, these are the stuff, you know, all of that. So I, I was excited about it. And I, you know, told friends and family, like it was out there, um, which was a big set because that's also nerve wracking to put yourself out there. And then I came down here and you got, yeah, you guys could see it was just a weight on me because I also, I was following these crumbs of like the, you know, this other stuff is starting to happen and people are, are giving me work that like, I, and I really like doing this. And so it started becoming a little bit of a weight because I just, I didn't feel like I was giving it my all. And I don't think I also now, now I can see the bigger picture. It's like, I wasn't ready. Then. Like I wasn't ready for that. And, and everything that's happening to me now is just preparing me for if that happens, um, giving me more to talk about or, you know, give some little more like little nuggets of knowledge. So, and I, and again, I wish I wrote down the date of this, but we had one of our coaching calls and I, I think for, it had been for a while. It'd been like weeks, but you guys could see this like weight on me. Like it was just heavy because again, I wasn't putting in the effort that I, that I needed to, to make this thing happen. And then and I've said this to other people too. It's like, it's not like you need permission from other people to make these decisions, but sometimes it just really helps to talk about it and have someone kind of back you up. So we had been talking about it. And then finally you guys were like, it's not your time. Like, let it go. Like, it's okay to let something go. And you're, you're big on this too, is like when you're, that's whole thing, when you're clenching onto something so hard, not because you want it so bad, it's more of like, it was my ego holding on to this thing of like, I told people I was gonna do this, like, I look like a failure, like they don't. And I was holding on to it for those reasons, not because mm. my heart was telling me, it was my ego having me hold on to it. And then finally, after you guys that day, we're like, just, just let it go. Like it's not gone forever. And it's so true. It's just like, it's not the time right now. And I, I wish I had like a video of me that day, or I wish there was a way to show like how much better I felt like kind of giving that permission to myself. And you guys just reminding me like to let it go and a weight lifted. And then even like, even then more jobs ended up showing up for the social media. And it was like, this whole thing of like the moment that you let go of something that you thought you wanted, other great things end up showing up in your life. And that has been such, such an eye opener for me from the get go of this whole like transform from years of transformation for me is knowing like, when you don't get what you think you want, you end up getting like something so much better. So well, and that's such a powerful message, Mandy, because yeah, I love the example, you know, when you're clenching, when you're holding on too tight, you're literally restricting the flow of life and things coming to you. And I guess the important message to share is when you find your space, find yourself in a space of trying or forcing, or like you said, making things happen, you're not coming from the right space because you didn't try and make things happen to find a place to live. It just happened. Yeah. So that is just so powerful to know the difference when you're feeling pulled in a direction with those nudges and crumbs versus pushing to make it happen. There's a difference. And so follow those. So 
such a huge difference. You, it's like, it's, and it's physical too. It's not just mental. Like I, we talk about this too. It's like you hold things in you physically when, when stuff isn't aligned for you in your life. Like, you know, if you are in a relationship that doesn't feel right, your gut tells you it's not right. Or, you know, if you're super stressed about something because like, even when, you know, going throughout stuff, like I start to get really stressed in my back or, you know, it's just showing up in different ways. Like your body's telling you, your mind's telling you, and it's just like, listen, <laughs> you got to be willing to listen. And a lot of that time is, you know, a lot of, a lot of times when that happens is when you're like putting in the work to, you know, journal or figure out like why you're in the space you are. For us, it's coaching. Like for me, that's a gift every week that I can work through some of that stuff. So. Uh, okay. So then question from your journey and what you would want to share with listeners, like what is a key takeaway you want them to get? From all of this. So I, I loved the prompt you gave me from, you know, what would my younger self, what would I tell my younger self? Um, and it's, it's hard because I would tell her a thousand things yeah. um, that I have advice for her for. But I, one thing that I, again, like, I hate having these like cheesy <laughs> motivational or inspirational stuff. But um, I think the beginning of my process was realizing that you don't have this, like, I, I think I, I was good. I was like, I, I have a good job you know, I'm not in a bad place by any means, but not settling for good because there's great out there. There's exceptional, there's fantastic. Like there's so many things out there that are beyond what you're in, especially if you feel like there's more. Like if you if you feel like there is a push to do something, like don't settle. Like that would be my biggest thing because I felt like in so many, if I look back in so many different like phases of my life, I was settling for things or I was being someone that I, looking back wasn't truly who I am now. And I know we change over time, but um, not settling. And then I, I always go back to like trusting your gut. Like it, something's telling you something's up always. So um, I would, those are my like big takeaways from. <laughs> On that note, because it's, a, sometimes it's hard to be like, well, I don't, I don't know what my gut is telling me, especially if you're, you know, maybe in a relationship and trying to outweigh pros and cons. Number one, that's a bad place to be, but how do you know the difference in, okay, this is maybe ego and self-sabotage trying to keep me from that greatness that you talk about versus this is the intuitive nudge. This isn't the direction for me. I think it's, I think it's, well, a, it's kind of hard because they're, they're very similar, but I, I think if you're able to, for me, it was a lot of this journaling and sitting down and being quiet and like, we always we always say it's like peeling back the layers of the onion like okay why am i feeling this way i think if you can sit down and you're like why are you feeling this way you're able to come at it from a way of not from an outside perspective like what is going on inside of here that that tells you a lot of what's going on and i think it'll show you what those different gut feelings are because if i look back like those gut feelings of like that wasn't right at like you weren't meant for that person you weren't meant for that job like all of that was so strong. And I, I see now some of those guts of like, even getting this place, like my gut was like, this is really quick. Like, can you afford it? Like, are you like, are you sure you might not have a client tomorrow? Like all of these things, but that gut was more of, if I sat back and I did, and I sat there and I was like, you're, you're more, you're excited, but you're scared. 
And it was a different feeling from then of other feelings that I've had before of that don't do it. You know, I feel like if you can start to do the work, you can start to figure out like what those different little gut feelings are happening because honestly I was, I was super nervous to like move into this place and thank God I like sat back and I was like, why are you feeling this way? Why are you nervous? Or like, what is your gut really telling you? And it, I made, I was like, it's telling you to do it. Like you're, you're just nervous because this is an exciting thing, but it's a big deal. And again, it's kind of a risk, but, um, I was that's, able- you touched on that is so important because there's a difference between you have the same physiological, you know, you might have tightness in the chest or sweaty palms or like knots in the stomach, but you get the exact same. All of that happens when you're excited and like going for something versus when you're nervous and it's not so understand the feelings but you're right tie it back to the emotion what's actually the root what's the thought creating the feeling excitement yeah which has been such a big transformation i think for myself too is like really stepping back and like why do you feel these way like i never did that before growing up and we're not really taught that either and i think that's what this like these last couple years of this like journey i've been on is like really stepping back and being like why why do you feel this way or why are you inspired to have this this line of work and it really it does it and that's what keeps you going or you know makes you realize you need to make a change it's just like being able to step back and um that's been a huge change for me which has been so it sounds like what i got from there is um self-reflection and awareness yes so to take the time sure. <laughs> yeah for sure Okay, so I have a few questions to ask you to wrap up the interview. The first one being, what is a quote or motto that you live by? You didn't prompt me for this one. I am the worst at quotes. Um, <laughs> can I just wait for it in my cup? Um, something that I live by. I, this is, again, like I feel like I'm literally just a Google search for inspirational quotes. But um, <laughs> I, I am also a big believer in energy and like what you put out, you get back. And I don't know if that's the quote, but like be kind to others and they'll be kind to you. Like, I, I know that sounds cheesy, but I just feel like everything that's happened in my life is because of how I've treated people in the past. And, um, you know, a lot of what I'm doing now is, you know, being able to work with people that I haven't talked to in in years, but it's because, you know, we were able to have a great connection in the past because I feel like I'm the same person energy-wise then as I, and I'm hopefully even more so now, but um, I would say that's something I live by. I don't know if that's a good No, I, I think that I love that. <laughs> what is a book you're currently reading or highly recommend? Oh, I just put it away, um, but Wishes Fulfilled. Uh, it's right here. So I just, I'm leaving the camera. Um, so I just started this one. Have you read this one yet? No, Dr. Wayne Dyer. Yeah. So this is the Mastering the Art of Manifestation. So again, I know you're big on that too. So I've had it in, of course, so I moved. So I got like to see all my books again. I'm like, why do I have so many books? But um, this was one of them and I haven't read it yet. So I just started it and it, it's it's great already. Like I, I'm on the the higher aspects of yourself is the next chapter I'm on. So I guess I would just recommend it because I feel like other people have, but um, what are some other books I've absolutely loved? I mean, I I love the You Are a Badass books. I feel like there's something about it that just like gets you rubbed up. 
Um, I like anything in that series. It's just they're they're just kind of like a I don't know, just like an easy digestible. Like, well, she's witty. Uh, so Jen Sincero wrote all the You Are a Badass books, but she's witty. She's quick to the punch and like she gives it bluntly. It's it's great. The Four Agreements is something. I know these are all like, you know, Google like best help, but that one has actually um, been a great one for me too as, as far as like interactions with people. Um, has been a great, great learning one for me. So, yeah. Final question for you. What's next? What's next? Taking over the world, obviously. Um, what is next for me? I, I so I, I've been thinking about this more and more of you know being in the work that I am, and you know sometimes you do have days that are like overwhelming, but I, I truly like helping other people like shine, and that's always something I've I've wanted to do. I've always wanted to you know, help people in a way. And I feel like in the sense, weird, but on social media, like I get to work with these businesses that this is their livelihood and I want to make them as successful as possible. And so I know that the work that I'm doing is doing that. So I, I just want to be able to help more people do that. Cause I just, I feel. It lights you up. Yeah. It lights me up. I just, I, I want to see other people have their dreams come true as well. So, and I feel like when I get to work with small businesses like this, it's, it truly is. That's, you know, they went, they took a risk and they started these businesses too. And I'm just able to help them make it bigger and better. So. I yeah. love that. And yeah, Mandy, I'm, I'm excited to watch this all unfold for you. Thank you. And same for you. I, I, it's been so, I, it's so great to be on this podcast a, because I've wanted to for a while and it's such a great podcast, but, um, I just thinking about being on here and like talking to my younger self and just if she had known like that she would meet such great people like you and have this like whole new world open up for her, I, she would have, I don't know, probably laughed, but um, I'm excited to see what's ahead for, for you as well because I just know there's big things. Yes. Well, thank you. And thank you so much for joining me. Yeah, anytime. I'm Thanks for tuning into today's episode. Be sure to sign up for my free video training on how to get unstuck and create lasting change at heatherhakes.com. And I'd love to connect with you on the social platforms. You can find me on Instagram at heather.hakes, Facebook, Heather Hakes, and YouTube. Guess what? You got it. Heather Hakes. I'll catch you on the next episode.